Smarties, we cannot believe we have not done this episode already. I think in our brains, we had done this episode many, many, many times. But when we looked back, we were shocked that we hadn't done an episode specifically on test anxiety. So in today's episode, we talk about why learners feel anxious when it comes to test taking, how and why it impacts their ability to perform on a test, and what learners can do, and really what parents and teachers and learning specialists can do to help mitigate test anxiety. Now, test anxiety is not one of those things that's just going to disappear overnight. Like educational therapy, we're talking about a marathon, not a sprint, and you'll hear us discuss that in today's episode. But if you are interested in having your learner work with an educational therapist or learning specialist at either my ed therapist in Redondo and Manhattan Beach, California, or virtually everywhere, or CAP Educational Therapy Group in Beverly Hills, California, or virtually everywhere, go ahead and sign up for a phone call on our website. Steph's website is www.myedtherapist.com. My website is www.capedtherapy.com, K-A-P-P. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 259 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Kapp. And today we're going to talk about test anxiety. A little disclaimer. Both our dogs have been barking for the last 15, 20 minutes. They have a lot of feelings today. They're having feelings today. They're communicating with us. (laughs) And the truth of the matter is, is that we have a finite time to record today. So we decided to just hit record and we do the best we can to make the audio really clean for you guys. So we're sorry if Andy and Tucker are at Steph's house and Fritzy at my house bother you in this episode. They don't mean it. They don't mean it. It's true. It's true. Okay. So let's talk about the why, why there's test anxiety. And we know a lot of learners struggle with this. I mean, In school, it's test anxiety, but in the workplace, it could be performance reviews. It could be all sorts of different things that show up. But in school, it's in the form of tests. So why is this happening? Why is the anxiety so high? Well, there's a lot riding on it to begin with. So the students feel it. But a couple of reasons that it's heightened for a lot of learners is because they prepare improperly. We've talked about this in many episodes about how learners prepare improperly for tests, and we are not going to go into all the details necessarily in this episode, but we've absolutely linked previous study episodes, which is maybe why we thought we've done this episode in the show notes to this episode, as always. That goes along with them getting overwhelmed by a certain type of test. Or not being able to predict what kind of test it's going to be, especially in the beginning of a relationship with a new teacher. Yeah, at the beginning of a school year, a new semester, that, you know, some students don't do as well on multiple choice or don't do as well in short answers or essays. So it really depends on the learner and what they struggle with. The other thing, we've said this multiple times on the podcast, is students study what they already know, and it makes them feel prepared, even though they're not, because when the things that they get tested on are not things that they actually knew or understood or studied, they don't do well. 
so that's the kid who's telling parents at home, I got it, I'm good, after the chests are like shocked and thrown. And going back to something that you said previously about learners being overwhelmed, if you have a learner who struggles with writing and it's an essay, that in addition to the time boundaries of it is going to cause anxiety and extra pressure. There's ways of mitigating that, which we're going to get into. So the next reason that learners really do develop test anxiety, when we're talking about test anxiety, we're talking about for those learners, it's really, it's overwhelming. It's impacting their ability to function. It's impacting family and home life. A certain amount of healthy nerves about a test is totally good and appropriate, but it's when it kind of goes beyond that. Another factor is time blindness. So we've done other episodes on time blindness. Steph is going to link them in the show notes right now. And time blindness is the idea that learners with various learning disabilities or medical diagnoses don't quite feel time the way other learners do. So their ability to manage their time on a time test can be really challenging. And the most standard accommodation that a lot of learners get is extended time. That doesn't always solve the problem because learners don't know how to effectively use extended time or don't want to use it. Yeah. Or they rush through because they're so worried about time. And then the extra time doesn't seem to matter at that point because they've already rushed through. Exactly. So some other things are outside factors while they're taking the test. That's a noisy classroom, the other student next to them who's tapping on the floor or on their desk. Family and home life stress. Lots of things get in the way of being able to basically regurgitate the information in that moment of time. Strategic things that they could be doing in preparation for the test that they don't. So things like having a strategy for multiple choice, having written out answers for class essays, in class essays, in advance of the essay, sort of predicting what the teacher is going to ask, which by the way, is a really effective study tool. It gets kids to listen to what the teachers are saying in a very different way. If they're always thinking about like, hey, they're really, really harping on the Reformation. What could be some questions that they ask about the Reformation? There's also the pressure that our learners are feeling, especially late middle school and high school, the fear of failure and perfectionistic tendencies of not being okay with anything less than 100% really can cripple some of the learners that we work with. Mm -hmm. And then there's the one that kind of underlines all of the above, Mm -hmm. which is that they simply don't understand the material to the depth that the teacher is asking. You really see this show up in math. Mm -hmm. We've done other episodes on how to properly prepare for a math test. Those are in the show notes as well. Sometimes learners simply don't know that they didn't understand the material until after the test. That shows up all the time in math. I was just going to say the biggest thing is that your student, when they say they've got it, it's because a lot of them, they think that they understand the material and you don't understand what you don't understand. So true. So until it gets presented to them in a way that is direct and they need to come up with answers in a certain way, then that's the first time they realize they don't actually know what they're talking about. There are those moments that it is a curveball. Absolutely. And so we have to grant grace. I had a math teacher in geometry and then I had him again in pre-calc and trig who I would understand the material better after the test every single time. And because I was me, 
And I was me even in high school and middle school. I went to him and I explained, I'm understanding the material after the test. And I don't want that because I'm not doing well on these tests, but then I understand everything after it doesn't feel fair because we simply hadn't gone over those types of problems. And I was a kid who needed very explicitly explained. And he was a teacher who wanted implicit learning from his learners, which only like four or five kids in the class were capable of. So incidentally, those were always the four to five kids that he would look at to confirm understanding. You know how like when a teacher is teaching and they only look at a couple of kids to confirm understanding, those were always those kids. He's like, you guys got it? Okay, we can move on. There was a lot of that. Yeah, fair enough. So what can we do to help them with test anxiety? First and foremost, remember this is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. So don't expect instant results tomorrow. The first step is going to be acknowledging that it's hard and working on some strategies and steps to make it easier. So it's not going to happen tomorrow, and that's okay. Building confidence and incremental growth in that area happens over time. And as they start to understand who they are as a learner, understand how to take tests, how to properly study for them, and all of those things, it will continue to grow over time. And then that's when you will see results. The other thing to do is intervene before anxiety is really, really bad. So the kid that walks into the test and can only write their name and has blanked on everything else because their anxiety has taken over, it's hijacked their brain, and they have no memory after that, right? And they are sitting there thinking, oh, I have it all memorized, and they're relying only on their memory, not on understanding. And so then when you only rely on your memory and your brain gets hijacked, your memory is gone. So that's not going to work. So learning proper compensatory strategies to help them before the anxiety gets to that place of not being able to come back. Now that we've kind of like laid the groundwork, we really want to focus on establishing a different understanding for not just learners, but parents who are guiding them on what is actually involved in effective studying. If you have not listened to our episodes with Dr. Rishi Sriram, We highly recommend you listen to his episodes on learning, and we talk a lot about studying and what effective studying actually is in the brain, and we've linked those episodes back in the show notes, too. And if it's been a minute since you've listened to those episodes, those are good ones to re-listen to. Mm -hmm. The next thing that you can do to really work on mitigating test anxiety is knowing when it goes beyond the academics, when it's gone beyond educational therapy. And now what's really required is both educational therapy intervention and talk therapy intervention and or medication. Knowing that true, authentic, diagnosable anxiety, I always say pain is avoidable, but suffering is really optional in the world that we live in now. And so getting sort of all those things online. And if you don't want to do medication, fine. I understand. I'm just saying these are all options to help our kids get what they need to get rather to perform better. Mm -hmm. And then talking about effective study strategies, doing active studying rather than passive studying, figuring out what they already know and what they don't know and studying the correct things. 
using accommodations if they have them available. So that might be extended time, like we talked about, or taking a test in a different room if they need, and using those strategies to help calm their brain if it starts to get hijacked by anxiety. And we've done several episodes on all of these things. So they're in the show notes. So if you have questions about some explicit strategies to use to help your learner or have your learner listen so that they can get a better idea of how to help themselves, we highly recommend you go back and scroll back in your podcast app and listen to those episodes. So Smarties, we hope this episode brought to light some, maybe some things you hadn't quite thought about before. I would say the majority of learners are coming into educational therapy with some level of anxiety. It develops differently in each learner. Sometimes it's avoidance, sometimes it's real obstinance, but these are some of the things that we can incrementally think about, talk about with them, and start to have authentic conversations around to help them perform the way they want to in the future. Yeah. So have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week. <laughs>